We are back for Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More Moon Knight. More Moon Knight. Episode two. What was the title for episode two? Man, you would ask me that, wouldn't you? Oh, well, yeah. I, you know, you guess what I'm doing right now, currently. Uh, you're currently... I'm, I'm watching... I'm watching the episode. It's called Summon the Suit. Oh, oh, you know what? I used to do that. I should have done that this time. Yeah, yeah Summon the Suit. Summon the... Well, it's like it's funny because like I downloaded it to my phone, watched it on the train home, then finished watching it here, and then I'm, I'm rewatching it right now. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, watching it on the train. Yeah. That's great. Modern technology, man. Modern technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, let's let's get into it, man. Um, this episode. Had a couple of different interesting things going on. Mostly, it was it was following up with some of the things that we kind of talked about last week. It's like, is this all in Stephen's head? Did it really happen? Blah 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 blah. And like, I like that the I don't I like and I don't like that the show kind of answered all these questions about whether it's real or fake or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I, th- I think we'll get into t- get into it. But go ahead, get started, Mike. Well, at the very beginning, it. it- kind of makes it seem like maybe it is all in steven's head right mm-hmm. because he's talking mm-hmm. with the security guard of the museum he's like hey man and i love all of the uh all of the like british slang that happens in this conversation um brof, yeah. yeah brof, brof. Yeah. um yeah great conversation but uh <laughs> he's like this is gonna melt your brain bruv mm-hmm. um and then, and then nothing happened. We didn't see. Anything. Yeah, we didn't see yeah. anything. All we saw was uh, Stephen running through the museum and uh, apparently running into the the toilets and breaking stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a number. There's another QR code. There is. Is that the same? Is that the same QR code? Um, it's the it's so it is a QR code at eight minutes and twenty five seconds. Yeah, I just that saw gives it. you the Werewolf by Night comic. Huh? Like, is it the same one from last time? Or was it different? I, I don't know. I never, I never ended up pulling up the last one. Hmm. Yeah, very cool. Keep it coming. Uh, but yeah, so like, yeah, it's, um, the, so a lot of times with this, with especially with Moon Knight, they're trying to play with us a little bit. Like, it could be that Stephen is like just kind of nutso, or it could be that he really is, you know, a superhero um, avatar of uh, uh, an Egyptian god. So we just don't know. But the more the show kind of progresses, the more we realize that this is real. This is actually happening. Um, I I kind of wish that the mystery of it um, kind of stayed up for a while. But man, the directing of this is really good. Like the the screen, like the the camera angles, the direction, the production values, all are good except for one thing, which I get to later. I don't want to don't want to. Yeah, the uh, Moon Knight cinematography is fantastic. The cinematography, the mm-hmm. direction, it's great. I think it's. Probably some of the best camera work we've seen in anything Marvel. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, we we talked about um, how good um, One Division was, and I feel like this is pushing the boundaries of it. I think like, I feel like this is doing some good stuff. Yeah, like the like the bathroom scene in the first episode where the mm. camera's kind of looking into the mirror, and you get all of these you know reflections of the mirror within itself stacked and. Then Mark Spector is talking to Steven, and Steven's talking to Mark through the mirrors. It's just a- an amazing shot. A lot of effort went into that. Yeah, it's just really solid, solid, solid work. Um, so I'm looking at our show notes. So you said that IMDB got wrong about Crawley. Is Crawley the guy Craw- who we talked about last? Yeah, Crawley is the human statue, the the golden mm-hmm. guy. 
Uh, last time I was concerned because IMDb said he was only going to be in one episode. And you had told us about Crawley, how he is from the comics and he's kind of a, a tipster for Mark Spector or Moon Knight in the comics. Yeah, so he's, he's sort of like, uh, if you want to talk about uh, archetypes or, uh, um, yeah, his archetypes, then he's sort of like like the the old guardian character or the old the old wise man where like someone goes to these people and asks them for advice or they give you tips. It's a typical um, archetype that's used in countless comics and books forever. Uh, I kind of like how they're doing they're using him as this, but in a different perspective. Like the guy's not saying anything. It's just like a place where Mark can just talk to himself and get some get some ideas. It's, it's really it's really smart, right? Because uh, it's, it's it's easy to get caught up in archetypes because you've seen so many stories do it and you've seen so many other people use them successfully that you want to use them because you think that's going to work for you. But uh, if you want to push their art forward, if you want to push storytelling forward, then you should try not to use them or try to use them in a different way. And, and that's what we get here, which is which is good. I don't know if we're going to see him again. I, I So um, I, right now, IMDb hasn't been updated and it shows him in two episodes. I really hope that he's in every episode this season. I just think that's a, a pretty cool thing. Um, maybe he's not going to be in London in every episode. Um, so maybe there will mm. be a couple where we don't yeah. see Crowley. But I hope any time that we see uh, Stephen or, or Mark even in London that uh, Crowley's in that episode. That That'd be pretty neat. Um, I'm watching it currently. I'm, I'm, if I'm looking at the show notes correctly, uh, I am seeing the the scene that you particularly like, which is the scene where Mark gets the bag. He's freaking out. He runs out of his little safe room and he he meets um, Kunshu again. Right. Um, with that with that super deep voice, super scary looking. Just just great. Yeah, that's another like really great direction and cinematography in this mm-hmm. series. It's kind of incredible. Like. They are they're ramping up the speed. They're um, slowing down the speed. They do freeze frames uh, all like during Isaac, that um, scene. Yeah, Oscar Isaac's facial expressions are just perfect. Right. They couldn't get a guy better for. They couldn't get someone better for this role. He he put his heart and soul into this movie. Like he's just like in his in the series. Like, like I, I, Isaac, Oscar Isaac is a brilliant, really good actor, and he just. Took it to the next level here. He did a really good job. Yeah, that scene's just a very disorienting scene. Um, you know that he's yeah. producing this, correct? You know he's producing this. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oscar yeah. Isaac. So that's, that's probably why. Yeah, that's probably why he wants to make sure it does really well. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got right. He's got his like. He's got. What, what do producers do? Do they do they put in money? What do they do exactly? Um, I think it depends on who you are and whether you're a extremely well-known actor that's in the thing you're producing <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense because like, sometimes producers I, are money men sometimes they're yeah. probably like a more of an overseeing um industry expert i think um that like knows how to get all these things in place for the film crew mm-hmm. um and then other times maybe it's a really well-known actor that negotiates a producer credit and doesn't really do anything much other than that. I don't know. Hmm. I'm not saying that's the case with Oscar Isaac, but I I think that probably happens. Once again, it's proof that Hollywood is a glorified um, 
universal basic income scheme. Right, exactly. Just, you know, <laughs> if you if you make it in Hollywood, you're going to get payday somehow. You know? Right. <laughs> yep. That's funny. That's really funny. Also sad. Yeah. Um, so that scene you were talking about it, right before that at the well. That so that is in the um, basically like a, it's a mini storage facility uh, that he's yeah. in. Um, it's actually a pretty it's a pretty nice storage facility. Yeah, it's a really like, nice one for random people to go into. I guess I kind I kind of need to get one. Yeah, I have a lot of stuff. Yeah, but anyway, continue. Right. Um, yeah, so as he's entering that facility, uh, he's talking to the the guy at the at the front desk. And the guy says, "Oh yeah, you're you're number forty three, right? I never forget a face." Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That's good. Any any number forty three stuff? Does that conjure up any nerd uh, references on your end? Wow, wow, nerd references. Wow. Um, the <laughs> only nerd reference that I can think of is from the comic. It could be. Uh, let me check, because it could be that. Okay. Um, it's the first episode. Because, you know, they had to uh, pick that number. They probably picked a number that means something. Yeah, hang on. Um, the first appearance... Nope, nope. The first appearance of Mark Spector was in Werewolf by Night number 32, not 43. So, uh, no, I don't know. Okay. I, um, this might be a place where our listeners have to kind of help us out. Listeners, if you know any kind of reference that 43 can make, please let us know. Right, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, I don't know. It should be something obvious, but again, like I talked about last week, Moon Knight has been around for a long time, but his the mythos behind him, his the the lore behind him is still kind of being fleshed out. And the, and what I like about this um series is that Moon Knight is going to be a different character both in the comics and just from in the Marvel's whole scheme of things based off what they do here because there's a, there's a couple different things, a lot of new things that we haven't seen from Moon Knight that we're seeing now. So it's going to be interesting to see how they adapt it. But um, this show is going to do more work than the comics ever did. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not true. It's just, it's going to be doing, I don't know. It's going to be streamlining it a little bit. I don't want to just, I don't want to not give, um, I want to give people credit to people who did write Moon Knight. How many issues of like Moon Knight comics do you think there are? Like dozens or... It was a series, so I'm saying maybe a couple hundred. Okay, okay. Wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yep. Yep. Okay. I mean, Warren Ellis, one of my um, one of my favorite uh, comic book writers, sadly, he kind of got uh, busted for uh, sexual harassment a little bit. Yeah. Um. So he's kind of like... Never meet your yeah. heroes. Never, absolutely, <laughs> never have heroes. I think that should be the motto. <laughs> yeah, um, but he, right. But he did some work on Moon Knight that, that we'll talk about later when it comes to the Mr. Knight suit. We'll talk about that. Okay. Um, so right after that scene in the storage place, we <clears throat> we meet Layla, the uh, the voice yeah. from the cell phone on the first episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So is she from the comics, Mike? Uh, I, I cheated and looked at your, uh, at your no. show notes and Layla isn't in the comics. No, she is not. Or you think maybe she's kind of based on somebody? She could be based off a character that is from Moon Knight called uh I think I think I pronounced her name right. Leela. Leela. L-E-I-L-A. Leela. Mm-hmm. Leela Tool. Uh she's a she was a villain of Moon Knights. Um, way back in the day. Nobody cares about her. She doesn't mean anything. Um, 
but uh, I kind of got the feeling that they might have like, looked at her and then said, instead of Leela, it could be Layla, or it could just be a brand new character they made. If it is a brand new character they made for this show, I'm a little upset about that because there's plenty of characters they could have looked into and based this character out of. And it's not a waste. It's just kind of like, uh, it's kind of okay. lame that it, if she just, if they just create her a whole cloth just for this. Let me ask you something. How many characters in the comics of Moon Knight are Egyptians? I have no idea. Many? Not, not, not a whole lot. I'm, I'm guessing. Not many. I'm guessing there's probably, probably not, not many, many to pull from. And I think that's one of the no. things that they wanted to do with this episode is. Is she Egyptian? In the show? Uh, the name, Layla El Fauli. I'm not, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that, but. I thought it was Layla Spectre. I, I guess so. She's married to Mark Spectre, so her last name is Spectre. But is it, the character is credited as Layla El Fauli. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess so. hmm. Which is an a, is a, uh, uh, Arabic last name. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah, I hope so. I mean, I hope the show really wants to dig deep into that. I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, because the, the director's too. Egyptian. Um, Great. She has an Egyptian last name. I don't... Hey, isn't Mark... Isn't Oscar Isaac Egyptian? I don't think so. I don't know. Oh, uh, dude, I kind of feel like he is. Hang on. Uh, uh, who's faster, me or you? You're, you're faster. Oh, you know what? I I put in two letters, O and S, and then Isaac, Isaac comes up. <laughs> this computer is listening to what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> I, I don't like that. No, he's just the most popular OS right now. No, I think it's Guatemalan. Yeah, I was thinking South American or something like that. Yeah, he's Guatemalan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I don't know why I found that interesting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if they if they create Layla just so they could... um. Have her be an Egyptian character for this show. I'm all about. It. That sounds good. Right. She's uh, but yeah, like like you said, her last name does show as Spectre, so she is Mark's wife. Hmm. Yeah. Did you um? Did you listen to the to the song at the end of the episode? I loved it. Um. Wow. Me too. Yeah. What it reminds what was it? it? I. I, I just find yeah, it. Yeah. I don't know. I really. I do need to find it. It's really uh, good. I. I I absolutely love it. It reminds song. me of a song uh, I've heard in another movie. Um so I'm not sure if it's the same artist, but um very familiar sounding. Yeah. International hip hop trips me out, dude. It's like like they like listen to hip hop from America and were like, we want to do that. And then they they rhyme their own language. Right. And like it's it's my, my brain can't handle can't understand it. Like, can you <laughs> rhyme in another language? <laughs> of course you yeah. can. But like my my stupid Western brain right. is like my Western lizard brain doesn't understand. Yeah, you can only rhyme words. English words with it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, hundred percent yeah. Brit British rap, by the way, is is really, really fantastic. Oh, uh, you should try anyway, some German rap. Ugh, it's like a bunch of consonants constantly, <laughs> you know. Caw, caw, caw. Right. Um. All right. So yeah, we got. So we got. Did Mark, you find that Mark's song wife. at all, or no? I'm not looking for oh, it. I thought you know. were looking for it. Okay. No, I'm trying to do a show, man. I'm trying to stay focused. Yeah, it's a great song, though. Um. Yeah. yeah. But hey, uh, moving forward. So we get the cops to come into the room. Yeah. Uh, he gets arrested or whatever. Uh, and the cops say that uh, Mark Spector is a mercenary that killed. Uh, these people at a dig site, like execute execute him. 
executed them. Mm-hmm. That is feels like it's going it's going to be true to the comics origin. Like we talked about last week, it feels like they really are going to tie like how uh, Kunshu found uh, Mark Spector is going to be kind of pretty accurate, which is going to be good. Good night, and we'll probably get that next episode. I think we will get the origin next episode, probably. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw some people talking on the Twitter about how apparently there's a few scenes in this latest episode that are taken directly from the comic. Um, this episode from this episode, yeah, like a chase scene. Really? Yeah. You know what? I think it is the scene where Mark, where um, Moon Knight is jumping over the building. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's probably sound, that sounds about right. Right. Okay, good. All right. Good. I got something to say more about that, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Uh, all right. So now um, we uh, the return of Harrow. Harrow. Yeah. So those those cops. What's it? Are actually part of the cult, and they took instead of taking uh, Mark or Stephen to the police department, they took him to Harrow. Yeah, you know, just if you get arrested, um, I recommend that someone like gets a lawyer or you just make sure that you are in the presence of people constantly. You never know when you're going to be accused of being an Egyptian mercenary. You know, you got to be very careful. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. Um, so Harrow, yeah, <laughs> it happened to me last week. Um, what is Harrow's? Who's the actor that plays Harrow? What's his name? Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. He's so good. Like Ethan Hawke is so good in this. Do you know? Um, do you know how like, he I, got I totally... cast in this? No, I I heard this story. So apparently, uh, Os- Oscar Isaac. I think this was maybe meant for Oscar Isaac, or at least he was their first pick. So he was cast already. Ethan Hawke had been working with the director of Moon Knight on some other project. Um, the director told Ethan, he's like, hey, man, I've got like some conflicts, so I can't do that project now. Um, sorry, would have been would have been great to work on that with you. Um, and then Oscar Isaac is getting coffee in New York during the pandemic. So he's like, he's got his mask on. He's outside of this coffee shop waiting for his coffee. Um, Ethan Hawke is also there with a mask on and I guess Oscar recognizes Ethan, but not vice versa. And Oscar's like, Hey man, loved you in some show or some movie or something. And then Ethan's like, Oh, it's, it's Oscar Isaac. And that is where Oscar pitched him on the show. Um, and said, Hey, you'd be great for this part. And so then it turns out that Ethan Hawke is working with the director whose project got, Scrapped because of this show. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. It's kismet. It all worked out. It's awesome. Yep. Um, my favorite part of this episode is when uh Harrow is talking to Steven and kind of he's like out of the car now. He's like Harrow is being real nice to him. And then Kanshu is behind Harrow and he's like, kill him. <laughs> he's <laughs> break like, his windpipe. Crushes crush his windpipe, you know? <laughs> it's like <laughs> right. It's like Kanshu's like yeah, it's, it's, it's very real about the whole. Yeah, there's whole you said that uh, you said Kanshu's relationship with um, Mark and Steven's a little antagonistic. Apparently, it was mm-hmm. the same way with his former uh, avatar. Yes, I li- and I like I like it. I'm digging it. It's like more complicated. It's like 
he doesn't have to be like this hero, keep this hero thing over and over again. I like the fact that Kanshu is like a complicated thing, whatever he is, and that like Mark Spector and Stephen Grant all are having some issues with him. Uh, and if this is going to relate closer to the comics, at some point, the um, the Mark Spector, Stephen Grant characters are going to have to figure out a way to, they're going to try to get rid of him or be be away from him. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see oh. how this goes. It's not, going to, it's not going to be the typical thing where like Khonshu stays with Mark Spector and Stephen Grant and they all work together to fight crime. It's going to be more like more complicated than that. So and that's what it's that's what's driving the show forward. I like the fact that uh, the Harold character uh, was a former Avatar Kenshu. That's not accurate in the comics. Okay, I was um, going to ask you about and that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. Were there any using... former Avatars or in the comics? Is it just Mark Spector? Yes, that yes, there have been former Avatars, hundred percent. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Mark Spector. Anybody we would know, me. or uh, no, okay. not really. Um, and that's kind of. That's kind of um, what's it called? Uh, like, I think it was called it. It's new. It's something new that they they introduced uh, later in the comics. It wasn't initially like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So in this one, we learned that Harrow used to be Conchu's avatar before he mm-hmm. became Amit's avatar. Yep. Which is interesting. Yep. Um, I'm trying to figure out about Harrow. I'm pretty sure he was an avatar. I have to get back to you on that, but. From what I read, he was a very big throwaway character that he just just threw in there, and 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 they used him pretty well, which I like. Who is that you're talking about? Hera. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and then like it's revealed. So we get a lot of cool plot points that I like. We the scarab is going to be used so that Hero can find the goddess. Uh, what's her name? Amit. 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 Yeah. And so if if Hero finds Amit, then yeah, Amit's probably going to spread her form of justice throughout the world, right. which is uh, it's an interesting form of justice. It's like um, uh, guilty before before proven innocent, sort of like the the predetermination aspect, sort of like Catholicism, uh, but not nearly as evil. Or what was that Tom Cruise movie that was like this? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Tom, Tom Cruise enters the chat. I don't. I don't know what the. Um, wait, wait. What was the movie about? It was about uh, precognition of crimes. Oh, Minority Report. Yes, that. Yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic movie that everybody should have watched a thousand times already. Right. Uh, do you know, Mike? Uh, do you know that this is uh, something that? Our police forces in America have tried or are trying to currently do right now. Not surprised. It's uh, there's a there's a computer there's computer algorithms that will take the data of a city and say, according to this data, this group of people that live in this area have the highest chances of committing a crime, and they could even make it to the point where this person has a high chance of committing the crime. And it won't surprise you that those people are probably black and brown. Right, and because poor. it's using all of the biases built yeah. into the AI yeah. and all of the biases inherent in the data that the AI is using to learn things. There's even a thing I just read the Washington Post where it's like they want, like police officers want to focus on geographic areas. Like this place here, has the most crime or has the most people that commit crimes, let's put most of our resources 
here. Mm. <laughs> it's like, I don't understand how many warnings do we have to give? How many times do police officers have to abuse abuse the power? How many times do we have to make shows like Moon Knight where we can say we shouldn't punish people before they do crimes? You can't right. punish people for their thoughts. Right. It's just... It's just that's what's interesting uh steven grant is talking with arthur howard and he's like hey isn't you know ahmet's way of doing this kind of problematic i'm not so sure about this guy uh so it's yeah it's nice to see that um steven has his head on right about that yeah and i like and like steven is getting more and more into the story as far as like he knows that he's in trouble he's no that he's like you know, stuck in this, but he's getting more and more into the idea that he's just going he's going to have to barrel through it, which we'll see in a second. This is like a, it's, it's a, a very uh, tantalizing idea, right? You know, Arthur Harris like, hey, without you know, with Amit, we never would have had a Hitler. Um, there never would have been a Stalin or whoever. There could never be a, Jar- a Jarvis. There might never be a Mike. That's, you r- know? that's and, right. And yeah, it also eliminates the idea of of forgiveness the idea of being able to change yourself being able to be something different i mean that's a that's a core belief i believe Mm -hmm. of of a a good faith is like the idea that hey if you want it you can become something more than what you are you know and i met believes nah if you're born you're either gonna be good or you're gonna be bad doesn't matter um so it's it's interesting it's interesting we look at and we we do see that Ahmet's got some powers. She's able to summon like weird wolves or something. Yeah, the jackal. Before. The jackal. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting too because it's 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 um, invisible, which we will get to, I think. But it's like so at first, like I think everybody when the jackal shows back up, we think that's not real. It's an illusion. It's all in his head. But then the jackal actually starts messing with the physical world, right? And like we're like, okay, it is a jackal. But it is alive. It is real. And even um, Oscar Isaac and Stephen Grant's like costume, his suit, like Layla sees it. Like Layla, Layla physically sees the suit. So right. the suit is actually a real thing that manifests. So a lot of our, a lot of, our, a lot of it's being answered right now. Yeah, it's interesting. Only, only um, Mark and Stephen can see the jackal. No one else can. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't mm. didn't show up on the cameras in the museum. Mm. Um, Layla can't see it. Uh, all of but the she people, can get hurt by it because yeah. yeah, it picked her up. Yeah, stuff like that. And so, she yeah. can throw like a drink onto the uh, creature mm. and then see like these you know rivulets of uh, liquid running down it. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Really cool stuff. Yeah. Hopefully, we don't have to see much more of that. I mean, I think the show's idea trying to manipulate if we if if it's real or not if. What's happening is real, and I think that kind of stuff is going to go away. I think now they will really start doing more interesting things. Besides, yeah, I think that, that scene kind of puts puts all that to rest, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the Mister Night suit? <laughs> what a cool reveal. Um, I mean, I thought the whole sequence was kind of cool. Where here's here's my read on how that on how that played out as someone that has never read the comics is, you know. Steven wants to become Moon Knight so that he can fight off the Jackal and protect Layla. Um, and not give in to Mark. And, and not give in to Mark. Trust. Right, exactly. Yeah, good point. And so he's like, I'm going to become Moon Knight. And he does it in a way that kind of messes up. And he becomes 
this weird version of Moon Knight who is Mr. Knight. Uh, mm-hmm. um, he has this great like scene where he's like, you know, putting up his up his fist to, to fight the jackal. Um, <laughs> so I thought it was neat from that perspective where it's a mistake uh, and it's kind of a weird version of Moon Knight. Um, so I, I liked it from that perspective. Um, I'm not sure how a typical comic book reader reader would react to that though. <laughs> See, I think the I think hardcore comic book readers, people who read the the Ellis uh, Moon Knight, will be disappointed because in the Ellis Moon Knight, um, the Mister Knight outfit costume was Mark Spector still, but he was he was kind of like a different version of the hero. Like he wasn't trying to be a typical hero anymore. He was trying to be more uh, pragmatic and realistic about what it means to do good in the world. Uh, and so, like, it was like, and this is something Ellis does a lot. Like, Warren Ellis will take the comic book mythos and, like, say, okay, what if this really happened? What if this was in the real world? How would it look? Mm-hmm. And he would kind of, like, take it and flip it on his head. So it's, like, it's not unusual for Warren Ellis to take someone like Moon Knight in a cape and cowl costume and then put him in a suit with a mask. Uh, and not only does it is it cool to flip it around, but it also looks cool. Um, but if you read the war, if you read the Warren Ellis comics, you're probably going to be disappointed because all you're going to do is see the costume. You're not going to see any anything really of Ellis. At least, at least not right now. Maybe later, but mm, I don't think so. Do you think we'll see Mister Knight in future episodes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I think that I think that uh, the Stephen Grant character will do this again because it's just kind of it's just kind of fun. I think and it worked out well. I think too. Um, and I, I'm not sure. So if you remember, Layla said that she helped him get the suit. So we don't know where the suit come, came from and how it really works. We do know that it gives um, Stephen Grant or Oscar Isaac um, superpowers. Like he's, he's stronger than he normally would be and he's tougher than he normally would be. Um, but we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, how Stephen Grant exactly. was very strong as Mr. Knight. Yeah. He just so, couldn't yeah, fight But we don't well. know. Yeah, he's just yeah. It's like it's it's like one, if one of us got the. I think it, you know what if I had the if I had the suit, I think I could handle myself pretty good. <laughs> I think I could. Yeah. I think I'd be able to 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 devour some invisible monsters. Right. Um. But yeah, so yeah, we'll probably see. I, I can see a place where Stephen Grant and Mark Spector will exchange places and get the suits and be be themselves in different aspects. I I see a place where Stephen Grant will slowly become more and more. Um, capable as the moon knight avatar we'll just, have to, we'll just have to wait and see hmm. okay i thought the fight scene with the 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 invisible wolf was kind of kind of good like he, when he was fighting uh layla i really felt uh i was really worried about her her um situation i was worried that she's gonna get hurt mm-hmm. uh and and you know so I, I thought that was really really good um fight scene pretty smart and again um we got another fight scene that's not normal not usual it's completely different than, than before which is still right cool. yeah that's true so in the first episode we got fight scenes that were basically taking place when the camera was off uh mm-hmm. or you know that when uh we didn't see it we just knew it happened and this one it's a fight scene with something that isn't visible so, yeah yeah it's pretty cool pretty good stuff pretty cool did you did, did your wife appreciate this fight scene better uh yes, yeah, definitely like this. <laughs> she, really? she likes fight scenes you can see better than those you can't. But I thought mm-hmm. I thought both of them were pretty cool, actually. I will say this right now. 
the Moon Knight costume where it's the cape and the cow costume, mm-hmm. um, that doesn't look good. For some reason, the CGI, especially his cape, just isn't working. And I don't mm. know what's going on. It's just the cape doesn't doesn't flow very well. It just kind of looks it looks like a special effects. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't look good. And again, Disney has a bunch of money. I'm not sure why this cape doesn't look good when normally the capes look great. Hmm. Uh, I'll have to look at that closer. I, I it didn't really stand out to me. Hmm. Yeah, it just kind of looks too shiny. It it doesn't look like it's it's interacting with the physical world that well. I, I think kinda, it is because yeah. doesn't it transform into like a moon shape at one point? So well, it's cool. It's definitely CGI. It just doesn't look great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm being too picky. I mean, I, de- I mean, if I saw this 20 years ago, I would be like, "Oh my goodness, this is amazing!" Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's ridiculous for a TV show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But so is, is it ridiculous for a TV show that you pay eight dollars a month to watch? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, just up until like. You know, the biggest TV show, not that many years. I mean, I guess it's been quite a while ago. Uh, My memory's probably foggy. But, you know, think of like Sopranos used to be like the best you could possibly see of anything on TV. Um, Mm -hmm. And anything with special effects on TV, like Star Trek or whatever, was, you know, nowhere near the level of what you would see in a movie. I think Star Trek did a pretty good job. Yeah. Yeah, let's right. yeah, no move. Um, yeah. Okay, what's next? Um, let's see. So you say here, this is the interesting plot point that I missed. Haro uses his staff to open a portal. I got that. But then, like, yeah, Haro uses his staff to kill someone that wasn't judged. Yeah, yeah. Really he, so there's a, 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 looks like a homeless man that has the scarab. He found mm-hmm. it, picked it up, and he's giving it to Arthur Harrow. He's not like trying to take it or anything. He's like, hey, I, I can give you this. Um, and Arthur Harrow takes it, and then without going through the whole Amit's judgment routine, he just kills the guy. Kills him. Yeah, it, re- it establishes that Harrow's not a good guy. Yeah, Harrow uh, is that, definitely a villain. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, because I think you could easily be confused by it, because like you know, um, if uh, if Amit has a form of justice we don't agree yeah, with like that's one e- thing but. even if like so yeah you and i are on the same page and it's you know i think the ethical point of view that amit's version of justice isn't justice because mm. um, you can't kill people much you know punish mm. people much less kill them for something they haven't done yet mm. um but you know even if you uh think that her version of justice is just um then and, and let's say you're Haro and you've bought into it, you can't just kill somebody without going through her her judgment ritual. Yeah, so yeah, so like so he, he's definitely it's definitely some shady stuff going on. Yeah, and so like so ma- and maybe I, that isn't something that Ahmet would be, you know, cool with. Yeah. You know, maybe mm-hmm. if she were to judge Haro now I'm really you know, he'd get it. But um yeah, yeah. so it's just like uh, on, I'm super on top cute. of her kind of flawed um, morality, he's even further down the, the the dark path. Yeah, and I'm super curious about how um, Harrow met, like, left 
the Kunshu uh, avatar and then found another one. I'm really curious about how that's got a better offer. We'll probably get. Yeah. So at the end, uh, (laughs) we get an interesting conversation between um, Stephen Grant and um, Mark Spector. And now Mark Spector is in the body and now Stephen Grant's stuck in the glass. Um, This scene played in a good way because what happens here is we get the conversation between the two and it's easy to think that, hey, at some point they're going to be normal again, right? Like at, at, at the end of this episode, at the, at the end of the series, Stephen Grant will have his life back and Mark Spector will have his life back and they'll be fine. But no, it's not true. Like this guy has the they're social identity disorder. It's, a, it's, it's an illness. Like he's not well mentally, mm-hmm. you know? And so there is not going to be a, a good place for him at the end of this. And so when he, when he kind of loses it and starts smashing the glass, um, it's like a, it's a sign that, hey, he's hurting in his head. Like something's fractured, you know. But with dissociative identity disorder, usually something happened or happens to you to make this happen to you. Like it's just, you know, something. Like some occurred, traumatic like some event. Kind of, or, yes. Yeah, so I, I'm curious to see what traumatic event happened to make him fracture. Because at one time he was he was with Layla and he was married. He had life. And now. um. Okay, so you know, yeah, he's, that, he's, that's a question I was getting ready to ask. Do the comics, are they definitive about who the original person was? Yeah, so the original person was definitely, Mark Spector's original identity was Mark Spector at first, and then slowly he he became disassociative, and slowly okay. he, he got um, he got um, the um, Stephen Grant personality, but he also got another personality we haven't seen yet. Hmm. Okay. I, I don't want to ruin it for for our, for our listeners. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's just a it's a it's it's not going to be a happy ending for Mark or Stephen or this person at all. So I'm, but I think this episode did a fantastic job, um, giving us some like little places to hang on to for the next episode. Like, I I'm super excited for the next episode. Yeah. It's like, I mean, next next it's, it's, episode it's, looks like it's going to be great. It looks like we're going to be in Egypt in the next episode. Give me some of that. Yeah, um, all and, and Egypt for it. is not Egypt isn't a place we see much. I, I don't see Egypt um, in, in 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 the news feeds. I don't. I don't. I've never been to Egypt. Like we, we don't see it in the movies and stuff like that. And and hopefully we hopefully we'll get a Egypt um, that we don't get to see a lot. Like I want when when we like I want I don't want to see a brown dusty military. Yeah, people country, were people were already know? commenting on that. Is you know you've got an Egyptian director doing this. And the view of Egypt that we get after Mark opens the the shutters to the window is not the typical like color graded turned yellow or turned brown version of Egypt. We get Egypt with the three pyramids off in the distance um, and the skies, a nice blue sky, just like we have here. Yeah. And like uh, just from talking to people. Um, people think that you have the three the pyramids and then it's, it's like pristine and beautiful. It's like, no, it's full of tourists. And t- you know, it's like, it's people trying to sell you things. It's people trying to get you on guides. And so mm-hmm. it's going to be, I'm going, I'm really curious to see this, this, this form of Egypt that, and hopefully I want more of the God stuff. I want more of the mythos of it. I really want them. I want this to be a mummy type of, sh- of show yeah. without mummies. Yeah. And the whole yeah, reason he's there is he's trying to find, so it's kind of like, uh, one of those treasure finding movies. Mark mm. Spector and Khonshu are trying to find Amit 
before Arthur Hara can get to her. Mm-hmm. But Arthur has the compass, yeah. so that's uh, that's going to be tricky. Yeah, we good. Man, those pyramids are so cool looking. Yeah, I mean, why why don't we build more stuff like that? Um, yeah, that'd be cool. What what, <laughs> what, what would we do with them? Well, I mean, Put, they're 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 grave sites, right? They're they're supposed to be tombs, yeah, basically, yeah. right? So just make me a big tomb. Like I I want a pyramid tomb, please, please give me a. How big, sir? Oh, as big as the ones in Egypt. I want mine to be that big. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be something better you can do with uh, pyramids than that. You know? No, 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 no. I want that. Thank you. You know what would Appreciate be great that. is just a pyramid that's like a like an apartment. You know? Mm. But it's a pyramid. Mm. Mm. You know what would be great is like a pyramid that when you walk in, you can get universal health care. Hey, that that would be the that would be the greatest pyramid of all time, at least in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of people would get that pyramid, right? Um, so Mike, is is it? Are we missing anything? Are, we, are you feel good? How I do you feel so far about the series? I, I like it so far. I like it. Me too. I have high hopes for this. I really do. They have to land it though. This is episode two of six, so they really have to. I really want to see. Some more stuff about the uh, the uh, gods and stuff, the Egyptian gods. I really want to see more about of uh, everything that I've seen so far. I've been really impressed with. I just want to keep seeing that level get higher and higher. Uh, I I don't want to see a typical um, superhero fight type deal. I, I I'm over that. I want to see this show do something a little bit different. So hopefully we'll see it. The one thing that it seems like Marvel's had some trouble with is mm. ending these series. Yeah, the, pace, the pacing doesn't quite work out near the end of of each of the series so far. Yeah, and Marvel was going to dovetail into something else at the end of this, and mm-hmm. so we just gotta wait. I mean, I, I haven't. We Do haven't you seen have any other... guesses about what or, or predictions about what they're gonna dovetail into, or no. are you not willing to share them with us at this point? I have a prediction that this is going to dovetail into some something about. Maybe Miss Marvel could be. Um, it might have something to do with that. We'll have to just wait. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if something about Miss Marvel kind of plays into this. How does that happen? Or do, it, huh? How does that happen? I'm not sure. The way she gets her powers might work out that way. Uh, okay. Um, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's just, and to be honest with you, it could just be a clean, you know, six episodes were done, uh, kind of like Loki. Um, but yeah. again, Loki kind of built us up to this. To the Loki built us up to the entire idea of the multiverse, right? And then look what and look what we got with that. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. We have to just wait and see. That was a pretty clean setup, though. It wasn't um, banging you over he- over the head, really. Mm-hmm. It was just an yeah. integral part of the story, and then later things get to expand on that. I would love yeah. to see that. I'm with hoping. Moon yeah, I'm hoping we don't get any multiverse stuff with Moon Knight. I'm hoping they're trying to do something different with it. Right. We'll have to wait. Um, do you have any news we can abuse? I do. Oh. And you you actually found some news we can abuse this week. That's true. Well I, was, I was asking the question, but I knew the answer. I, yeah, I do actually, that sometimes. Actually, you found the news you can abuse, and I found the rumor boomers. Right. <laughs> love, <laughs> love those rumor boomers. 
I know. It's a fan. I've gotten tons and tons of emails from people saying they really appreciate the new section of my podcast. Uh, first news you can abuse. Morbius director doesn't deny this isn't his cut of the movie. Okay, let's. Okay, Mike, have you seen? Have you seen the post credit scenes of Morbius? Morbius. I have not. I haven't seen any of you, Morbius. I, I will tell you what happens at the end of the at the post credit scenes of Morbius. Um, there's a there is the guy that played um, Michael Keaton. He played the Vulture from Spider Man Homecoming. Correct. Uh, yeah. Yes, he's in jail. A weird aura wraps around him, and he gets transported into a different universe. Then Morbius is kind of like hanging out, waiting for him to show up. And Michael Keaton's character in the Vulture uni- out- super suit uniform flies up and says, hey, Morbius, um, we should team up. And I'm not making that up. That's pretty much how it happens. Was he Dude, in the I... vulture suit before the thing he... happened? No, 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 no. He was in jail in a in a jail outfit. <laughs> like, and then, so somehow he got transported into a different universe, and then built a brand new vulture suit, right? Like, and then then flew up to Morbius and like, hey, let's team up. Like that was that is the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen in my entire life, and it is proof positive that Sony has no idea what they're doing, and they, and they need to sell all the rights to Spider Man back to Marvel before they embarrass themselves. No, further. no, no, I, I, no. The next, the next news is like a good version of what Sony could do. Yeah, that's true. But then, like Mike, like, okay, so I, all- so I hope the horrible reviews oh my of morbius uh, makes sony like okay we uh, can't really do this but no. we can you know we can keep retreading <sighs> spider-man we did a fairly like, good job with that early on yeah like sony keeps doing stuff like this it's like they did it in spider-man no way home which was an amazing movie and like they put venom in it just because Sony's like, if you want Spider-Man, you have to put Venom in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's Venom. And, like, no one wants Venom, right. period. And the people who do like the Venom movies, I'm sorry, you're wrong. You're just wrong. And, like, the idea that we'll get some team-up or some kind of story thing with that is not going to work. And then we get this stupid Morbius thing. They're making Craven the Hunter for who knows why. And, like, it's Shut just, it down. It's just, uh, they won't shut it down because Disney's like, if we make some money, if we make about, if we make money off of it, who cares? Like it's like, who cares? We'll keep, we'll keep doing this up, you know. And it's just, and the success of Spider-Man No Way Home is gonna make it even worse. This is, I don't know. Um, Mike, you handle this. One. But here's what Mike, they could do. Okay, go for it. Is Sam Raimi, the director of the first three Sony Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire? He thinks Spider-Man 4 with Toby and Kirsten Dunst is a possibility. If they can get Toby McGuire and Kirsten Dunst to sign on, they will make this movie. It will happen. How, I line. mean, how awesome would that be? The Toby McGuire Spider-Man from No Way Home, an elder Spider-Man with a, you know, mature relationship I mean, with MJ. How old is how old is is Toby McGuire? I don't know. He's in his thirties, right? I I have no idea. That's not that's not that's not really elder. <laughs> I'm, well, you know, I'm 
elder. <laughs> no, no. If they did this, compared to compared four, to, he's an elder compared to Peter Parker in high school. Yeah, you know, if they make Spider-Man four, it he would represent the Spider-Man that I grew up with. He would he would represent the Peter Parker that I grew up with. Right. Um, Where it's like living married, living on his own in an apartment with MJ. It, yeah, he's he's married to MJ. There will probably be some kind of spider baby involved, um, which is canon, sort of. Uh, so th- there's a lot of cool things they could do. Uh, and I love Sam Raimi. Listen, I, it's okay, I'm going to say this right now. Te- Tobey Maguire is uh, 46, I believe. Oh, my God. Okay, well, he looks 30-something. He looks great. Yeah. But anyway, so listen. That's if, what Spider-Man money will do for you. Yeah. If Doctor Strange 2 is... As good as we think it is, and it probably will be, Sam Raimi's stock as a superhero director will go way up. Right. Sony will be like, make Spider-Man 4. He'll throw as much money as he needs to to Kristen Dunst and, and Tobey Maguire until they say yes. They will make this movie. We'll probably see it in a few years. That would be a Every- good use of Sony's yeah. Marvel license. And everybody would go see it. We'd all would love it. It'd be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But and like that would save Sony if they can do that. But Sony really needs like a win. The Mo- Mobius cost them a lot of money, and they were banking on that mo- on that movie to be good, to so they could create their own little superhero movie thing. They've already greenlit. They've already greenlit um, Madam Spider stuff, which nobody cares about. So Sony needs a super strong win. Otherwise, their their stock their their movies is going to keep tanking and tanking. So. Um, Putting all their eggs into the Spider-Man Four basket is a smart place to put their eggs because everybody loves Spider-Man One, Two, and Three. Well, everybody loves Spider-Man One and Two, uh, <laughs> so we'll just have to see what happens. What about those rumor boomers? Uh, if you click on the link, you will see that Thor is fighting a weird monster, <laughs> but you get a hint at some of the characters that's going to be. So this is a this is a Lego set. Uh, and so it's like a it's like a rumor. So you, if you look, it's kind of like a I don't want to say as a spoiler, but you see um, Natalie Portman's Thor, and you see um, uh, him. What's his worth? What's his name? Hensworth, whatever that Thor. And you Chris see him fighting some Lego monster. Yeah, and you see them fighting a Lego monster, and we get another villain that we don't know who he is, and that's it. But it's kind of fun. Do you have any idea who that Lego monster is? No, but I think they're attacking Asgard. Is that the the, Asgard the Lego set is titled "Attack on New Asgard." So New Asgard is technically on Earth, and there's an attack on Earth. So, but Mike, I didn't get a chance to talk to you about this before. If you look at the Lego set, look to the right and look at look at Natalie Portman's Thor. Do you see the hammer? Yeah, it's fractured and put back together again. Yeah, so it looks it it looks like they took the hammer that was destroyed in Thor um Ragnarok and she put it together. So that right. looks kind of neat. Yeah. I'm 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 ready. You know they're on a promotion tour, but they haven't shown the trailer yet. <laughs> so they're out there in Australia or whatever or whatever uh, promoting this movie, but no one's seen the trailer. <laughs> That's not a good sign, but we'll just wait and see. Hmm. Yeah, there's like a some Japanese uh, philosophy or style of of that where you like you have a broken piece of pottery, you instead of chucking it, you put it back together again, and sometimes they use like gold to put it back together again, so the the cracks are highlighted. Um, hmm. 
the same way that we see Mjolnir broken and put back together again and all the cracks were highlighted with like blue um yeah powers yeah. and like it when the it, it, we could you can you can picture a scene where she's using the hammer and those cracks will light up you know right. and like yeah pulse out like that that is it's going to be maybe cool. get brighter while she's swinging it or when she hits something yeah yeah i'm into it i'm into it i'm into it uh last rumor is that the rumor is that in the new black panther movie black panther wakanda forever we don't know anything about this movie but there's a rumor that Namor, the Submariner, will appear in the movie. Who is Namor, the Submariner? Oh, Mike. Okay. Oh, all right. So, in, in Marvel Comics... You weren't prepared for this. What? You just assumed I knew who Namor, the Submariner, was. I was hoping that you would know. But <laughs> you would know. In, in Marvel Comics, there's an Atlantis, and yet uh, people live underwater, and at one point... Uh, the queen of Atlantis fell in love with a land guy, like a guy on land. They had a little baby, and it was Namor, and he's a mutant. So he's able to live underwater and on land, and he's able to fly. No one really knows why he's able to fly, but he can fly. Mm. <laughs> and he's super strong. Um, in the comics, Namor is the prince of Atlantis. He's basically the ruler of Atlantis. And he has a war with Wakanda and Lavidia, where Doctor Doom rules. So that's called. Like, I think they have three something called a three way war where the three the three kings were fighting amongst themselves, and Wakanda and Atlantis had real beef with each other for a while. It was like some, they didn't, they, there was some real beef. Uh, I think at that one point, I think Atlanteans were accused of war crimes against Wakandans, but it turns out that Doctor Doom faked it to cause the war between the two of them. Um, interesting. So it's really interesting. Yeah, it's a lot of interesting, really really good um, storytelling that that fans of Black Panther really want uh, it to go that way. They really want to see Namor. They really want to see Dr. Doom. Speaking uh, of Dr. Doom. Yeah, I know there's been rumors that Dr. Doom was in the first episode of Boon Knight. That's not been confirmed. And I don't, we just saw a castle. We don't know who's there. So yeah, people are thinking that castle, castle in the German city is uh, Dr. Doom's well, castle. Th- that's absolutely no proof of that. Did you see a big L on it? Did there... you see a Doom bot? Did you see anybody with Dr. Doom? No, it's like it's, you see a castle and you think it's Dr. Doom's castle. That's just one of the boxes the uh, behind uh, Steven when he was driving the, the cupcake van. One mm-hmm. of the boxes had Von D uh, printed on the I mean, box. I mean, okay, so yeah, I mean, maybe I doubt it. I'm not, I, I remember like this podcast does not deal with. With with theory crafting, we do not we do not do that. We That's just, a really good hope. red herring, though. If Ugh. I mean putting that on a box in the cupcake truck is a really good red herring. If that's not a hint that uh, Doctor Doom is somewhere about or Von Von Doom is somewhere about, I won't believe that Doctor Doom is in Moon Knight or is a part of Marvel's storytelling element mm-hmm. moving forward until I see Doctor Victor Von Doom show up when yeah. that happens then yeah but not until okay so what i learned about namor is that he's kind of like the little mermaid but he can fly. no no oh my god dude like that makes me scared like <laughs> i mean like just thinking that you just call namor the little mermaid like that dude's scary like namor's not somebody you joke around with he could go toe-to-toe with the hulk like without even 
any problem. The Hulk? Like, you know, you know, yeah, dude, yes. The Namor could fight the Hulk to a standstill, and that is the truth. Namor is a bad dude. Like, you do not want to be making fun of him hmm. at all, period. All right, so a little bit less like the Little Mermaid. Yeah, way less. Like, let's, let's tone that rhetoric down. Like, oh, I don't want him to be having beef with that. <laughs> That'd be a good you know? insult for the Hulk to use. Yeah, it, it would be. Like, it, then, like, Namor would break his jaw. Like, mm. like seriously, just like, Google Hulk versus Namor, and you will see, like, the coolest fight scenes you've ever seen. They've yeah. been beefing for a while. Okay. Cool. People don't have any respect for Namor. He needs, they need to bring him up. He need, they need to bring that guy up. Uh, anyway, Jarvis, I got a question um, for you. Shoot. If you wanted to tell somebody about this podcast, how would you do it? I would walk up to, to, to them and say, hey, listen to my podcast. And then I would give them my phone. <laughs> and then I'd walk, I'd walk away. <laughs> that's no, I would, that's I an would, expensive way to do it. I would send them a link to, to the podcast. You can send links through. Like if you listen to this right now, you can hit the share button. Well, first, hit the subscribe button if you're a new listener so you can get the episodes wow. on your phone It's a good point. It's a good but point. Then, yeah. But, or, hit, or if you watch this, or if you listen to, the, to this on YouTube, hit the Smash subscribe button. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it to your finger breaks. But mm-hmm. also, you can hit share and then share it with your friends. Uh, right. And if you, can share it to, with, if you can share it to three people, if everybody's listening to this, shares it with three people, that would be very helpful. Because yeah, we would. Mike and I are trying to quit our jobs. <laughs> we would um, appreciate that immensely. If we quit our jobs, would we do more podcasting? Or we would just, I think we'd we would have just, to, just right? Them out? No, yeah, we'd do, yeah. we'd do more. I would have to buy a big rig and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. We could like yeah. put some like sound uh, isolation stuff in our rooms. It'd be great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah okay. That's, a, that's something to hope for. Yeah, like the foam stuff that yeah, yeah. Like little yeah, like the egg crates. You know, the foam stuff. It's called egg crates. They put the, it up. The with, crates, they put right? it up in designs. You know, behind the camera. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll start streaming. I'll start streaming my video games. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and podcasts. Yeah, and other. And There's other, all kinds of be, things. I can start being an influence. I'll be an influencer. <laughs> right. <laughs> that might work. <laughs> all right. Well, hey guys, I will see you guys next week. Mike will see you next week. We will see you next week for the next episode of Moon Knight. Moon Knight comes out on Wednesdays. Our podcast comes out on Thursdays. Check it out. Uh, listen to us. I hope we help you understand the episodes. I hope we help you um, dig into it some more.